Hi, everyone. I'm Erin Bookie, and I'm the food editor at the Dallas Morning News. I'm excited to tell you about a new podcast we're launching soon. It's called Eat, Drink, DFW, and we'll be having weekly conversations about North Texas' food and restaurant scene. Joining me most shows will be our food reporters, Sarah Blaskovich and Claire Baller. We'll dish, debate, and analyze local restaurant news, food and drink trends, tips for cooking and shopping, and all of our other obsessions. We'll have plenty of special guests also. You'll hear from chefs, farmers, and foodies like yourself as we explore the people who make North Texas one of the most vibrant, diverse, and ambitious food scenes in the country. The show will drop each Thursday morning wherever you get your podcasts, or you can find a link at dallasnews.com slash listen. But before we drop our first official episode, we thought we would take a moment to tell you more about who we are and why we love covering food in North Texas and some of our favorite food memories. So I'll start with why I love covering food in North Texas. To me, I started in journalism basically because I was interested in learning all the time. And so food is an area where I know I will just learn something every single day because a food story is normally not just about food. You know, it's about community. It's about people. It's about business. It's about everything. And so that's why I... I love it. And Sarah Blaskovich, I know, is super passionate about covering food and it's infectious and um, makes all of the rest of us very excited about it also. So Sarah, tell me a little bit about uh, why you love covering food so much. Sure. Thank you, Erin. I like the breaking news piece of food. I like the idea that every single day a restaurant is opening, closing, triumphing, struggling. Uh, We saw a lot of that during the pandemic, but we see a lot of that outside of the pandemic too. Um, My favorite food stories are those quick ones, the taco shop around the corner uh, or the big fancy place you're going to spend your anniversary. And I like to meet the people behind them. Like Aaron said, I like to meet the chefs. Um, I like to tell you the eater, whether this place feels like it should be for you uh, or worth your money. Um, but yeah, I like the grind of food in Dallas. I think it's uh, it, it's that's what gets me up. Is every day is different, uh, and there's always something exciting to write about in food in Dallas. That is definitely true. This is a great place to eat, drink, and cover food. <laughs> and Claire, what about you? What makes you so passionate about it? So I grew up in a, a pretty food obsessed family with the kind of parents who still call me up. Um, and give me a detailed account of what they had for lunch that day. I love that. And, you know, food throughout my whole life has been uh, a a lens through which I have contextualized the people and and places around me. And as a journalist, I mean, that's that's what I get to do all day now is, is help people understand the neighborhoods they live in and the people they live around through the lens of food. Um, And I think that's the coolest part about this job, right, is, is really helping people understand their city in a deeper way through the food that they're eating. And um, I like to take on stories that really dig deep into the people behind the food and the systems behind it as well. And then understanding kind of what makes the DFW food industry tick. Wonderful. Thank you guys. And so what are some of your favorite food memories? They don't have to be from Dallas, but you know, your childhood, things like that. What about you, Sarah? Well, I didn't grow up in a food family, um, which is kind of funny because I'm so food obsessed now. But I grew up uh, in a family where my mom cooked dinner every night and we ate together every night. But the focus was never on what we were eating. Um, it was healthy. It was it was grilled chicken and green beans from a can. And we would talk about our day. And it was, you know, it was a required 
part of everyone's day. Uh, and I, I remember loving that, but I do not remember especially loving the food or even thinking that that was why we were there, which is very funny because mm-hmm. most of us gather around a table and talk a lot about the food, or at least I do now. Um, so I just grew up, food was, food was just part of the day. It maybe wasn't that exciting. And I really got interested in food after college, even after I went to journalism school. And my, my, one of my favorite food memories is actually a, can I give a drink memory? Cause that's, oh, of course. <laughs> For sure. Bars are just as important to me as restaurants and they're memory making places just like restaurants are. Um, so it was Valentine's Day and um, I got stood up for a date and I was not pleased about that. That's and horrible. So it was, that. yeah, it was a tough thing. Um, and so I went to the bar where all my single friends were, which is what you do on Valentine's Day in your 20s. You go to the bar either to meet other single people or to hang out with your friends and say, I hate this day. Right. So I went to go see my friends and uh, I like flew into the bar. It was idle rich on McKinney Avenue in uptown. And I flew into the bar and I went up to the bar to get myself a drink. Cause you know, single lady is available to pay for her own beverages. Right. And the guy standing next to me, I'd met once before. And uh, he said, can I buy you a drink? And I said, yes, you can buy me two drinks. So he bought me two drinks right in that. I mean, I took both drinks with me and turned around and almost walked away from him. You know, I was just, I was having a tough day. And, uh, you know, we talked a little bit. We had some um, friends in common and he asked me out the next night. And so we went to dinner the next night and he asked me on a third night to go back to Idle Rich so that we could have drinks together uh, again. And then he was my boyfriend and then we dated for years and then we got married and now we have two little kids. So uh, the other guy called me like two weeks later to apologize. So he was, oh, no. by that time I had a boyfriend, a new boyfriend. Um, so, so my, my food memory here is, is actually more of a drink memory, just about um, a wonderful place that I loved and that I unexpectedly met someone. Uh, and I think restaurants and bars really play a role in the story of our lives. Uh, and I will forever remember Idle Rich. And when it closed, we took our then two-year-old for brunch on its very last day open. And I wrote an obituary for the bar for the Dallas Morning News. So that's one of my many special places. And that's my memory. Oh, that's wonderful, Sarah. And good job, Chase. He's <laughs> definitely right. a keeper. <laughs> that's right. He swooped in. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, well, great. And what about you, Claire? What are some of your, uh, what's one of your favorite food memories? So I'm not from the Dallas area. I'm from a suburb of Phoenix. And when I first came to Dallas, I think the the first restaurant experience I had here was actually at Medina in Victory Park, which is still mm-hmm. open today. Um, and I remember thinking, okay, if if this city has food like this, I'll be okay. I, I think I can live here. <laughs> and um, and that's still it's it's a place that I like to go back to every now and then and just kind of remember what it was like first moving to the city and and being excited about. Uh, even though Victory Park at the time was, you know, not not quite the place that it is now today, um, being excited about the city and and the food offerings and just really stoked that you could find, you know, really good um, food from all different types of culinary backgrounds. And yeah, I, I still like going there and thinking about that time. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Claire. I, um, I appreciate that. What's your food memory, Erin? So one of my favorite food memories, I'm kind of like Sarah, like when I grew up, you know, when you're the child of a working mom in the 80s, like a lot of what you eat is, you know, uh, Vienna sausages and hamburger helper and TV dinners. Yes, TV dinners, canned yeah. food. It was more of like we even had a fend for yourself night, which usually meant cereal. So was that the name of it? 
Yes, it was oh, fend I'm for so, yourself night. I'm so stealing that. My kids are going to have to fend for themselves every yes. week. That's good. And it usually meant whatever we could reach on the shelves. So usually it was cereal because cereal is also amazing. And I probably still eat cereal for dinner sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the one person who could really cook in my family was my grandmother and she was Austrian. And so she had a lot of great recipes, but that she never wrote down. And my grandfather's job was to write down all of her recipes. So the rest of us could, could um, make them. And they had a really great sense of humor, especially my grandfather. And there was one recipe I remember that was um, stuck to the fridge throughout my whole childhood. And it was a recipe for carrots. And and it was full of like cinnamon and other spices and tons of butter, all that kind of stuff. And the title that my grandfather gave the carrot recipe was Fifi's Surefire Way to Kill the Taste of Carrots. <laughs> and I just remember that because that was his <laughs> sense of humor and it sticks out to me. And the carrots were absolutely delicious and they mostly tasted like butter and cinnamon. You couldn't mm. tell that you couldn't taste the carrots at all, which was just fine. <laughs> that's sweet. And that's it. Well, now that you know a little bit more about us, we hope to hear more from you as our show gets going. Email your rants, raves, thoughts, and suggestions to us at eatdrink at dallasnews.com. Even better, record a short voice memo on your phone and email it to us. Again, that address is eatdrink at dallasnews.com. We'd love to hear your own foodie origin stories, your favorite restaurants, anything you want to tell us. And we'll see you right back here every Thursday morning. For the Dallas Morning News, I'm Erin Bookie. See you next time.